Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Talk Daytime. There has been a lot of gossip going on surrounding our soaps these days and a lot of coming and goings, and we could not resist the opportunity to sit down and talk about it with all of you and see what you're thinking, too. So we're going to do that today. Um, you guys can call in at any time during this show, as long as we're still live, and give us your opinions. And as always, I have Kathy here, so let's get started. Hey, Kathy. Hey, how are you doing this week? Better than last week, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm finally over this blue thing how about you um i'm doing all right to stay busy and doing all kinds of things i was just telling you about my new apple watch i'm excited yeah. about it um it's fun I watching all my tweets pop up i'm watching all my tweets pop up on my wrist all day long that's been interesting oh that's good um, that's cool though. yeah yeah okay it's, uh, you so you can't really see much on it though so so I want to run down this list of things we have to talk about, and then we can, once we get it all out, we can choose things to discuss. So okay. I've been keeping a run, for anyone listening, I've been keeping a running tab for a couple of weeks of things to talk about um, to compile for this show. So number one, um, most of you know by now, Dina Higley got fired from Days of Our Lives, and Ron Carlovati has been hired as the new head writer. Um, Hillary B. Smith from When Life to Live, she played Nora Buchanan, is going to General Hospital, and she's playing Nora Buchanan. Um, of course, we had the Emmy prenoms come out. Um, there's going to be a Dynasty reboot, and I know that's not daytime-related, but a lot of daytime people did Dynasty. So Dynasty's coming back on, to the, on the CW. And all that I – like, I read the press release, and it said that they promised, like, new adventures and a racially diverse cast more so than before. And then um, Haley Polos announced that she has a new movie coming out called From Straight A's to Triple X. And let's see, the third hour of the Today Show was canceled for Megyn Kelly's show, which saved, you know, because people were worried about Days of Our Lives getting the axe because Megyn Kelly agreed to go to NBC. That is not the case. Days was renewed. Um, Bold and the Beautiful is shooting in Australia right now. We don't really watch that show, but it's like been big news. So I wanted to include it. Um, Tanya Walker came to General Hospital. She's playing Olivia Jerome. She um, debuted a couple weeks ago, and she's still filming. I know a lot of people talked about how she had left, but she tweeted saying she's still filming. Um, Of course, we know, like, the Prospect Park thing ended, and we talked with uh, Nathan Varney last week, or week before last, and we talked a lot about All My Children and One Life to Live, and now they've actually been in the news again. Um, There's talks of a Netflix reboot of one of those shows and, you know, incorporating those characters into the remaining ABC soap. Um, And so there's a lot of talk of All My Children being rebooted on Netflix as kind of like a nighttime soap thing. Um, And then there's also an ABC pilot in the works that has Reba McIntyre in it and Jack Coleman from Days and Dynasty in it. And also I found out, or I read yesterday that, hang on, let me get the name correct, that, um, Richard Hatch, who played Philip Brent on All My Children, passed away at age 71. So 
That was a mouthful. That's all your soap news that I've kept up with. So what do you want to talk about first? Well, since it was the last thing you mentioned, I'm, I'm gonna. I think I would be remiss if I didn't point out to you that, uh, yeah, Richard Hatch is probably more bigger known for uh, his role as Apollo on the original Battlestar Galactica, and then he also played a uh, a, a pretty major recurring role as uh, Tom Zarek um, on the Battlestar Galactica reboot. Which I don't know if you ever got the opportunity to see it. You should definitely check it out if you can. Um, it was probably one of the best shows like in the early 2000s during that decade it was really really well written the cast was phenomenal and it's very soapish it was a very serialized um you know our our bit entertainment um that was on sci-fi channel when it was when it was airing um fantastic show it kind of uh his his death i hate to see him go i met got to meet him at dragon con one year and um he's a very well-spoken um man uh, very passionate about Battlestar Galactica. He spent many, many years trying to get a reboot off the ground and um, was not successful doing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I hate to hear that that he's gone. I did not realize he had played the original uh, Philip Brent until it was pointed out to me on, on Twitter when I was saying my RIPs. And um, I, I hate to I, – I, I really I, – you know, that was a little bit before my All My Children time. But, man, that – it doesn't surprise me because so many good actors have gotten their start um, on soaps. So well, hey, I, I, I hate see him go and just big condolences to his family and friends. So Yeah, of course. And I didn't know who he was. I just saw that yesterday. Um, Michael Fairman had posted it on Facebook, and I, so I made note of it because you know, I wanted to mention it, of course. But, yeah, so obviously thoughts and prayers with his family and everything. Okay, moving on to a lighter topic. I want to talk about um, the All My Children, Netflix, possibilities, all of that. So do you have any thoughts about this? Have you been seeing well, it? Well, like- um, I have so many thoughts because um, I don't know if you got to watch the Prospect Park reboot, but it was actually pretty solid for the most part. It yeah, kind I of, It was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. Um you know, it brought in some new actors that had some really good talent. Um, you know, it had, um, you know, actors that we already knew um, that were there, obviously. Um, I I have a couple of thoughts about, I don't know how they would possibly do it, first of all, with with uh, David Canary gone. Um, I, I just, I, don't, I mean, I know they could, but it just breaks my heart to think about them doing it without yeah. him. Um, I also, uh, don't, I doubt very seriously, although it is a, it is something that she loves deeply, but, um, uh, you know, Susan Lucci is so deeply involved in many, many other things at the moment. Um, what is What is the name of her show? It's, uh, the one, I, I think it's on Lifetime that she's, uh, oh, Devious Maids. Devious Maids. Yeah. Right? And, and I hear, I haven't seen it, but I hear she said that she would, she said that she would be willing to play Erica Kane if they were to reboot the show. That that would be something she was definitely interested in. So, that's oh, kind well, of that would started. be fantastic. And but I mean, I I kind of like the approach that Prospect Park took on it. And you know, the, the 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 it was a it was a pretty solid approach. It was very watchable. I I enjoyed it and the the Prospect Park One Life to Live. Um, yeah. You know, I was sad to see both of them go. Um, so. I think if they were to bring on a, a you know a serious production team this time that had the money to to do what they said they wanted to do and actually could back it up, 
Um, what I what I hate to see is because of what would happen with Prospect Park, I wonder if people are going to feel like they may get burned again and kind of stay away from it. But if yeah, it's they don't want to get invested. But if it's backed on, um, you know, somebody, if it's backed by something that's solid enough to get picked up by Netflix, it may be a different approach. I mean, the, you know, Netflix is pretty much, they became the yeah. premiere of launching their, their original content, you know, after HBO, of course. Uh, and, you know, they really were kind of on the edge in the forefront of doing that in streaming entertainment. Um, I, I think Amazon Prime technically has picked up more accolades for their shows, but um, but Netflix certainly, you know, House of Cards, Orange yeah. is the New Black, I mean, these are phenomenal it's shows. It's definitely like the popular YouTube. medium as well. And so, I, uh, yeah, I've I'm excited. I love All My Children. I would love to see it back. Yeah. I would absolutely love to see All My, All My Children back and, and One Life to Live, for that matter, if anybody else is out there listening, you know, so. Yeah, I would Maybe love to see, see it. Um, I Give me a mega I like a mega Yeah, I've never watched you know, it except like, when I was a kid, you know, and my mom and stuff watched it, but I would be interested in it. And I think that putting it in a place like Netflix and rebooting it in the form of, because they said that they would like to reboot this ideally in like the form of a nighttime soap where the episodes are longer and it's more, um, it's different than if it was on daytime TV. If it was on Netflix, you know, there would be more, like they would have more creative freedom, of course, because there's not as many rules about what can be on there as opposed to daytime. So I would like to see that, of course. I would be interested. And I think that if they did it in the form of, like, a nighttime show and it was on Netflix, that it would draw a bigger audience outside of, like, your traditional daytime audience. So I would be interested in seeing it, of course. But I also like the idea of, you know, uh, the One Life characters, the All My Children characters being integrated into General Hospital. Like, I'm a big fan of that. I, I love when the characters cross, you know, borders or whatever you want to call it. I love when they're outside of their own show. Um, you know, I liked Sky because Sky was on All My Children, she was on One Life, and she was on General Hospital. I'm a big fan of crossover characters. So if they could do both, if we could have, you oh, know, I know still that. have that integrated into the show and then, you know, see that oh, I know that, that, was a big, big, that would be awesome. That was a big, huge talking point that Prospect Park kept throwing out there as if it were an insult. But you know what? I'm all about a mega soap. Just give it to me. I mean, yeah. let's, let's cross all these people over. I would love to see everybody in everybody else's world. It's 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 all good for me. Huh? Yeah, I so, love that. You know, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and it always worked so well. ABC was always really great about doing that. I mean, you know, you had Anna popping over in, in Pine Valley. She lived there yeah. for a little while. She, You had, you know, like you mentioned Sky, who uh, I never really warmed to on GH. She was always, to, to me, it, it always felt like her home was really all my children. Um, but, you know, I mean, you could see, I, I could see them doing, uh, you know, taking taking some other people that they have, actors that they're disposable at ABC Studios, and just really having a field day with this. It would be fantastic. So yeah, I love that. I, I really, I really I love, hope it comes together. I hope it does. Yeah, and I loved when, well, I know, I know we talked about that with Nathan. We talked about, you know, characters coming over, and he said, stay tuned. I loved when um, when the original, like, three from One Life came to General Hospital. We had Blair, we had Todd, we had um, Star, and we had... John McBain, I love that because my favorite character that Michael Easton plays is John McBain. I'm not particularly interested in any of the others. Of course, I love him, but in a certain role. And so I liked, you know, I liked Roger playing Todd. I really loved seeing him on General Hospital cross over into that world. And I'm really excited about the fact that we have um, Hillary B. Smith that's going to General Hospital, and I'm assuming she's going to play the DA because she's an attorney, and they keep talking about this new female DA, so I'm assuming that's who it's going to be. Um, 
But I'm excited about that. That little video, you know, and I never really watched One Life. I've seen a little here and there, but it wasn't my thing. But seeing the characters come back and seeing them come to another show, like, it does excite me. And the video that Frank Valentini tweeted, if if anybody, you know, if you guys hadn't seen it, he tweeted a video um, where a judge walked through and asked, you know, she said, uh, Nora Buchanan, my chambers, please, or something like that. And then she walked past Rebecca Buttig, and Rebecca Buttig made a comment. So seeing that, like, made me yeah, super I, excited. I, yeah, I, I, I love I did that. See that video, um, that's awesome. I'm not really. I've, I've I've seen some One Life on and off here and there and everything like that. More, I, I've been more kind of uh, clip focused, storyline focused from what I've seen because I wasn't yeah. a regular watcher. I, I was a regular watcher for, for about a year when I was in high school, many, 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 many years yeah. ago. Um, but um, I'm not a one life. I wasn't a one life regular person. Yeah. But. I mean, I've seen certain storylines. I've seen most of the Todd and Blair relationship. I've seen, you know, the whole thing with Marty's rape, uh, the classic stuff like uh, Megan's death, um, you know, when Jake comes back and, you know, just yeah. different classic stories that have been part of the fabric of that show. But, um, but yeah, um, I, you know, so Nora Buchanan and Take Your Reliever, I was totally completely, you know, meh about the news because, even when the clips of stuff that I watched, I'm sure she's fantastic and awesome, but I never really saw any of the fantastic and awesome about her. So maybe, you know, maybe I'll be excited when I see her on, I, I wasn't yeah. really that, um, you know, um, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's not I, I, you know, I certainly won't. I understand. If nothing else, I will enjoy a good actress coming on playing a role. She's really well yeah. known for and, and, and does well. So well, you know, I love, we'll, and I love seeing it. those characters like in, in the roles that they're, you know, most known for. I love that. And, you know, I never watched her really on one life. I have seen her occasionally. I did watch John and Natalie. I watched star and Cole. I think that was his name. Oops. I don't know. I watched all of that. I've seen those characters. Um, so it, it was exciting to me because I like seeing the legacy characters, no matter what show they're from. You know, I love seeing them revived. I love seeing those people. So it's nice to have, like, a veteran actress playing a character she's played forever on General Hospital. I think it'll be exciting. But, okay, so let's move on to something else because we have a lot to discuss. Um, what do you – is there anything that stuck out to you that you want to talk about, or do you want me to just pick something? Uh, you know what? We should probably cover the, the pre-noms, although, to be honest, the lists aren't really, really terribly surprising um, when you factor in people that didn't put their names in. Um, there yeah. were a couple – but that I mean, it's it's really kind of the same old stuff every year. And at this point, I mean, are we gonna ever get anybody yeah. different from these categories ever? And nothing um, really excited me about the freedom. Honestly, I wasn't that excited, or I would have said, "Hey, let's do a show about it," because I know you know for ever and ever we used to do a show about it on weekdays. But it wasn't anything unusual. It wasn't anything exciting. Of course, congratulations to everybody who received a prenom. And, you know, I'm excited to see the nominations and see who they narrow it down to. But there wasn't anything stand out to me or exciting to me, really. Yeah, I mean, the, another I, year, I think that's another the, well, and, and, and I think how many years can we go on with, and, and you know, of course, it's, it'll be different when they narrow it down. That I'm sure there'll be some outrage about people that got on that list that had no business being there being yeah. there for the sake of being there um you know but i mean it's really the same stuff over and over it is there's nothing exciting to me really about it i mean you know i kind of expected most of it because it's how it always is normally and you know of course i would there were people that i would have you know liked to see on the list but I, you know a lot of like really good stuff happened after the cutoffs for it because it is november to november 
of a year. It is not well, the, like calendar year. If I'm well, something, something for me too is that is that with this, you know, with the with the prenoms and and with this in general, everybody has these this great cast of actors. All the four soaps that are left yeah. have the pretty much the cream of the crop of of the cast mem- of the people out there that are still doing soaps, and they they're people that are pros that have been doing this stuff for years, with the exception of you know the relative newbies that you know, are getting their start in acting and things like that. Yeah. But for the most part, these people are solid pros and have been doing this stuff for years and years and years and years and years. So the fact that they're nominated isn't a shock at all. Uh, the, I think, what to me, the, the lack of wow factor is that I was just so underwhelmed across the board in yeah. every soap about the writing and the material that they were given. And I guess maybe props for them for pulling off, uh, you know, for for acting the hell out of really bad material, I, I you know I mean I don't I don't know yeah. what else to say there because it's really kind of depressing how not good the writing was this past year on any of the shows. Yeah. really. Um, I know a lot of soaps had a rough then, year in 2016 for sure. I mean a even lot of Bold, which by the listens. way I, I do, which by the way I do watch Bold and Beautiful when when I can. I quit watching it when it became the the all stuffy all the time hour again. Um, but it, you know, I I had watched it for probably like a good solid year, year and a half, uh, before before all that started happening again. But, but even the even Bold and Beautiful had some really really amazing moments in it. And they have these phenomenal cast members that are just not being used, and they're, you know, um, but they're they, you know, even they had a really rough patch. And usually that show has been traditionally in the past several years probably the strongest one writing wise. And yeah. you know, days, I mean. I love Days of Our Lives, but oh my God, it's been so dull. I just, you yeah, know, I it's, it's, I, it's, you know, I love Stephen Caleb. Stephen Caleb has had, you know, great scenes and stuff, but other than that, like, that's literally been all that I've watched because it's, it kind of bores me. And I'll watch, like, the Stephen Caleb clips when they are on. I will, you know, I have a friend who uploads, so I'll watch the scenes. But honestly, like, the show as a whole, that it has to interest me to a level where I'm willing to watch a second soap, basically, because I watch General Hospital every day, even though it has like definitely has rough patches where it's not as great. I do watch that show every day. I do some fast forwarding sometimes, but you know, and for me to take on watching like devoting to watching another soap every single day, it has to be really good. And days just well that for me. I watched Stephen Kayla. I watched. Um, you know, I watched a few storylines, but I didn't watch the show as a whole. Like, it has to actually, you know, captivate me enough to watch, like, devote the time to watch another show, and it just doesn't. Well, and, you know, keep it. I think this is a good transition into the whole topic of uh, Ron Carlovati going over to, yeah. to Days. I'm really excited about him moving over there. Yeah, me I thought too. he was a phenomenal writer uh, with One Life to Live. You know, I've seen a lot of the stuff that he wrote towards the end of the tenure of that show. Obviously, we know what he did with GH. He he did, you know, and, and granted, the man needed a break uh, towards the end of his tenure at GH, but I still have absolutely no idea why they lost and then fired him because he 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 saved that show. He saved General Hospital. He came in to yeah. write and the end of General Hospital, turned it around, saved it, pulled it back in. I cannot wait to see what he's going to do with Days of Our Lives because they have a history of the cracktastic fondue mask type, you know, stuff yeah. that he can play with. But they also have this beautiful heart and soul and you know, family-based, yeah, family this dynamic. is who we are, core, you know, and he's got some, you know, like, she kind of had a rough task to deal with because all the core families have been pretty much decimated 
uh, on days, it's baffling. All the core families are there. They just don't ever have them interact with each other. So he's got yeah, he's got a core base to, to play with, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do with the heart and the soul and the humor and the yeah. and some of the cracktastic stuff too. I, I'm really excited, and I think he's going to be in a really good place over there. I'm, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, I know that there were some things he did at GH that made me say, like, WTF. Like, you know, a lot of that happens with every writer, of course. But for the most part, I enjoyed watching what he wrote. I know a lot of people online were unhappy, and a lot of people complained about things that I enjoyed. So there's definitely a difference of opinion and, you know, expectation. But And I know a lot of people expect that, like, family dynamic all the time. But, like, at the time, you know, General Hospital – the family thing wasn't exactly there. We had people coming and going, you know, and people like well, let's, John Ingle let's passed away. Frank. All let's that be, happened. So let's be frank, and I'll, and and I pun fully intended there. Uh, I mean, he <laughs> had some really really big battles to fight. First of all, Anthony yeah. Gary. I mean, that came in and basically said, "Here's what my story is going to be," and it was a story nobody liked. And then Ron took the blame for it. Um, you know, yeah. then you have on top of that, you've got Frank Valentini who has to hire every single person he bumps into at the, at the grocery store, you know, that he may have known in the past. Right. And I understand why. I understand well, and you the reason had, you know, you had a lot of coming, we had a lot of coming and going and there was a lot of that. And like the same with Anthony Gary, you know, a lot of people don't like him because they say that he ruined like, you know, the end of Luke and Laura, but honestly, Luke and Laura were already on the way out. Let's be real. I'm a Luke and Laura fan and I have to admit it. Like it was over, but you know, a lot of people did not like no, him. I mean, that was handled. I don't, I don't However, it wasn't I mean, him. I don't think it was had anything to do because, honestly, I've never had any use for Luke and Laura as a couple. I mean, yeah, I know everybody can gasp in horror out there right now. But um, that that's not had, that has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that we had that stupid fluke story that dragged on for ages yeah. and ages and ages and ages. And I know some of that year. was year got sick. But it was like, we have to have this story that's focused on me, 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 and it sucked beyond the telling. And it, nobody well, cared, nobody people... attention it, it dragged on. It was just like, oh, it was painful. But but I think part of the biggest problem that, that they were having is, again, Frank Valentini hiring 15,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, because production model-wise, it's smart. You hire a bunch of people that come in, they're part-timers. You don't have to pay them as much as you paying regulars that are having to meet contract agreements for, you know, for uh, – yeah, you know, regular days of however many days they have to meet or whatever. It's it's a way to fill time on your screen without hiring a bunch of people that you have to give guarantees to. Yeah. And I get it. That's a, you know, a good way to save money. But it's a it's terrible a business, way to write story. But it, it's a terrible yeah, it's way to write story. Terrible story. Well, and I'm a fan, you know, there have been some new people that have come in that I absolutely love, and there have been some that I'm like, okay, where's the bullets they're going to catch because I'm over it. Um, there are a lot of new people that have come in that I like. and But with that being said, there were also too many at one point. At one point, the cast was just entirely, like, too massive. You know, there was one point there towards the end of when Ron was writing that the cast literally got so huge, and a lot of those people aren't around anymore, you know, some of those random, like, new people. But, I mean, the cast was pretty big, and we were seeing a lot of it. And I know, you know, a lot of people that I personally know did not like the thing with Luke. I don't think anybody was into that, and I know that that was, like, a a special circumstance, air quotes that you can't see. Um... I understand that, but, like, you can't take it out on the writer. There were so many parties involved with that, and it's a whole thing. It was dumb to me. I didn't like that it went on for a year. I did not – yeah, I just wasn't into that. Um, I wasn't into the, like, frozen cryogenic thing either 
for the first time it went uh, the first time it happened with Lulu, I was into it. I loved it. I was so enthralled with that story, you know, seeing like this adventure thing happening. The second and third time when like we had Jason on ice, I wasn't you know, I wasn't a fan. So I mean there was that. But he did write some really awesome stories. He you know, he wrote the Nurses Ball, the the one, you know, in two thousand thirteen for the fiftieth anniversary and I thought that was awesome. Um he did write a lot oh, of good stuff. He just well, the thing about it is, even when even when store even when things were written that I was still kind of scratching my head out, it I was never I was never dull. I was always fully entertained. Yeah. And I can't say I can't say the same thing is happening right now at, at GH. I mean, I honestly I I'll watch like one episode a week now just to stay kept up, and I, I read I read everybody's timeline so I know what's going on with the show, and I keep up with it. But when I watch it. I, I is painful for me to watch because I can't yes, it doesn't hold my attention and I fast forward most of it to be honest because I'm just like please get on with something. I will say I'm really enjoying um Nancy Legrand's killing it with all this alcoholism stuff. Yeah. I mean that she's killing those scenes. And for once it's actually they actually did a gradual progression even though it kind of came out of nowhere and I'm kind of like oh, okay. But um but at least at least they're giving her some meat and she's playing the hell out of it. Um, that I have to say that uh, obviously I, I'm a big fan of the uh, Franco and Liz stuff. I think that's fantastic. They have played yeah. that as a long-term, slow-build, slow-burn love story, which is not seen on daytime these days. I love it. I want more of it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I think they have incredible of, chemistry, uh, and and I, but but that's pretty much it. I can't say I'm really enjoying anything else on G. Well, for me, I'm, I'm not enjoying this thing with Valentine. I don't like Nina, honestly. I love Michelle Stafford. I don't like Nina. I don't, you know, I'm not enjoying that particularly. I'm, I think it's stupid. I, whatever. I noticed they grew Rocco and Georgie up real fast so that they could play that story. And that little girl that's playing um, Charlotte, she's adorable. She's really talented for a child that age. Love her. Don't love the story. Um, this thing with Anna, I'm a little interested in. I would like to see how that plays out. I really enjoy Dylan and Kiki. I don't typically like the younger couples because I see enough of people my age making out, you know, in real life. So I'm not typically into they that, are cute. but I am into them. Um, I they love Haley Aaron. They I think are, they she's are great. Cute. Yeah. And I'm enjoying, like, of course, I love Laura and Kevin. I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying seeing that. Um, you know, they're kind of at a point where they're happy now, so not much is happening with them. But I do enjoy seeing them when we do. But, I mean, there are some good things happening, but there are some things that I'm like, really? Like, I'm tired of the mob war. I don't need another mob war with Sonny and Julian and whatever. Like, I don't care. It was, it was not the way, the only way I want another, the only way I want another mob war is if somebody takes a gun, they shoot Sonny, they shoot Jason, they shoot, at at this point, Julian, too. I'm sorry, you got great chemistry with Alexa, but sorry, you got to go. Uh, shoot him yeah, too. Basically, they all have a big shoot fest. They all die permanently. I would be very happy with that mob story. But since that's yeah, not going to happen, not a fan of that. get him off my I mean, I am. I do enjoy Tanya Walker. I, I liked seeing her, you know, at General Hospital. I don't particularly care for the story matter. You know, I don't care that Morgan died. I hate to tell everybody. You know, I don't think many people were really shook up over the fact that Morgan died because he was annoying. Are there is there anybody out there that cares? So. Is there anybody out there that cared that Morgan died, really, honestly? Yeah, really? and, you know, Laura and Maurice, you know, they're really talented. They've played an awesome story. That's fantastic, but I don't care that Morgan died. Let's move on. Like, okay, but anyway. All right. Let's, we got a couple more things to talk about before we wrap it up. Um, I want to talk about Haley Polis and her new movie. 
Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen, she's doing a movie on Lifetime. It's called From Straight A's to Triple X. It is the story of Miriam Weeks, who was a college student, that in order to pay for her tuition, she began acting in porn. And a lot of people are really upset about this. I, for one, am so excited to see this movie. I think that, you know what, it's a, it's good for her to move forward. She's not a child. She's 19 years old. People have, like, been freaking out about this. I'm so excited to see it, and it's nice to see her doing something different, and it's nice to see her, like, speaking out about women making their own choices and, you know, speaking out about, like, making this industry less taboo. So I am all for this, of course. So Well, people I mean, that are out there freaking out about this, please unclench. It's not yeah, your decision. It's not your choice. It's just somebody making a choice pretending to play somebody. Unclench. Right. Seriously. People acting like she's That's actually ridiculous. doing porn. Like, it's ridiculous. I am so happy for her. I think this is an awesome role. I am so excited to see it. You know, I think she's really talented. And I love seeing her speak out on social media and stuff like that about women in the industry and women, you know, making their own choices and, like, standing up for themselves. I have enjoyed, like, you know, seeing her combat what she's getting sort of from people. So I know somebody tweeted her the other day and was like, what would Alexis think? And she's like, well, she would think that it's great that I'm a grown woman making my own decisions. Like, I'm I'm enjoying seeing that. I love seeing, you know, young women, especially my age, standing up for what they're doing and what they believe in and, like, their choices. So I'm all for it, and I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be an awesome movie. And you know what? You guys need to chill. Is an actress really supposed to make her decisions based off what a fictional character might think, really? Exactly. Okay. But I actually saw somebody tweet her that, and I was like, wow. But she, like, shut it down, and you know what? She Good. Stand up. And she's, you know, she's used this as a platform to also speak out about women in the industry and, like, you know, women who are making this choice to act in porn. You know, a lot of women, unfortunately, aren't, are or have done it, you know, not by choice. But she has spoken out for the women who uh, do it by choice and who deserve, you know, the accolades and the fair pay and all of that. Like, she has used this as a platform to speak out about that. And you know what? If it's, if it's your job, if that's what you're choosing to do, then, and you're doing it by free will, God bless you, um, you know? So I enjoy seeing her speak out and, like, in defense of people making their own decisions and their own choices. Well, I mean, she definitely has, you know, an, a great deal of talent. She, it's obvious she has a strong sense of character and who she is. And, and I yeah. say character, not in the same sense. I mean, like in her own self-character. I mean, yeah. so I, I wish her all the best. I mean, she is a fantastic actress. Uh, she doesn't really get to play a lot of hefty, meaty material at G8. So, yeah, let's let's see her, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd love to absolutely. see her in pretty much anything at this point. I mean, she's, she's great. I, I hope it does I really well. And I love seeing, you know, like I said, I love seeing women my age, especially standing up and saying, this is what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, then you don't like it. But I'm making my own decisions. I love that. I love that she seems to be such a strong woman and such a good influence for, you know, not only women our age, women the same age as her, but, you know, even younger women who happen to be on social media and see what she has to say or see her on television. You know, I mean, she is a really good influence on that. And she seems to be a positive influence and have like a really good sense of self so I I do like seeing that that is something you don't see as often especially with like the younger people so I like that okay now moving on really quick I want to talk about um Dynasty reboot uh are you so were you into Dynasty did you watch Dynasty because I've watched Dynasty and I wasn't even alive back then but I watch it now (laughs) 
Well, I think anybody that grew up in the 80s, um, as I did, um, has seen Dynasty at some point. And, you know, if you didn't watch it regularly, it was part of the staple of pop culture. You know, uh, right. I mean, everybody has seen scenes of, of, you know, the hair pulling and the fountain fights and all the other stuff that really kind of uh, had an impact on daytime television as well. Um, yeah. You know, Dynasty was that... Uh, you know, it's just like Dallas. It was that 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 trashy show nobody wanted to admit that they watched. That was amazingly glamorous and that awesome. That everybody and, watches. Yeah. Yeah, that everybody watched, even if you didn't want to admit that you watched it. Although most people did admit that they watched it, it was huge. You know, back in the day. Um, second, second only to probably Dallas. Um, you know, in the nighttime soap. Well, genre. you know, and, and they brought Dallas back a few years ago. That was a thing. So I'm actually really excited about this. Um, they have Dynasty reruns on that station that used to be tv guide i think it's called pop now so i've i watch it when i'm at home during the day like i caught it on there one day when i was sick or something like a few years ago i saw that they were playing reruns and they started from the beginning and like play a few a day and so i would watch dynasty i watched it because of course i wanted to see emma sam's like you know in the later episodes that's why i started watching it but i think it's interesting i like it and i you know, I would love to see, you know, what they're bringing back. They promised a lot of adventure, I think the press release said, and um, racial and more diversity among their cast. So that's really awesome to see coming back to TV. Well, and and it's something say, that, you know, they, people can enjoy together. If they stay true to the roots of Dynasty, and um, and there's no reason why they can't add in diversity and, you know, things like that in order to do it. But at its roots, it was incredibly rich people doing power plays through business with one another. And yeah. that is, is rife with story material all over the place. I mean, everybody loves a good work story, you know, a work yeah. story fight. I mean, it's, it's just good television. Yeah. And so I th- I'm really excited to kind of see what they do with it. I'll be watching it if I can, depending on what, what platform it's on. Um, uh, Cause I'm a, I'm, I, well, I don't have cable up. It or satellite. CW. I have, well, I might be able to watch that. I have I'm, I watch everything yeah. on my Roku. I'm streaming, so uh, yeah, I should be able to see that. But um, and there are some other means I might be able to see. Well, it, they were but. you know they were talking about it a while back, and um, finally the CW picked up the pilot. They you know ordered like I think eight episodes maybe they ordered of this, and I'm real I'm excited to see it. You know, and for the newer generation who wasn't around back then, you know, it's something you can enjoy with your with your parents and your grandparents because they were and they watched it if they were alive during those days, most likely they watched it. So I think that'll be cool, you know, multi-generational. And I think it'll be I'm awesome. interested to see who um, they cast, too. I, I'm really interested yeah. to see who they cast. I, I, I think that they, there are so many young actresses, right, young actresses and actors right now that would just, you know, really kill that material in good ways. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I don't I, have to say it's, it's on my I'm, list. I'm really... I'm very curious to see who they cast and see if, you know, we have original cast members making appearances and if we have, or if we have an all new cast, you know, sometimes when they reboot a show, they'll have a few of the um, former cast members and then like an all new cast, or if it's just going to be something that's kind of in like the heart of dynasty and it's like, you know, it's, yeah, I wonder, sure. I wonder how involved Donna Mills is in there. Um, Cause yeah, that I would know. be, I mean, she's obviously, she obviously is still still has her game, obviously, from um, you know seeing that oh, on yeah. camera on let me, GA. Let me take a moment. We need a moment of silence for Donna Mills because I don't know what the hell she's been doing for 30 years, but she looks so good. I'm jealous of her, and she's like 74, and she looks better than me. Like, Donna Mills is incredible. Uh, she's she's amazing. Incredible. 
She's fantastic. I love her so much. And I love her in the hospital, of course. You know, Madeline, she was great. So I would love to see her on it, of course. I'd love to see her on anything. Uh, I love her. And I am like, like, she's goals to me. And my mom's like, you know, she's like 70. And I'm like, I don't care. Look at her. Like, she looks well, like she's human. And, and like you mentioned, uh, you know, Emma Sams, she's still out there, too. I wonder if they'll pull her in. Yeah. That's what I want to know. I love Emma Sam. She's the sweetest. Me, too. Um, I just, I adore her, and I would love that. But, you know, she is, like, so much fun on social media, and she has such a good time. And so if she were to do something like that, you know, it would be awesome because she would be able to engage, like, on social media over this. The way, you know, because they didn't have social media, obviously, when it ran the first time. So it would be so much fun to have people, especially like her, somebody who's super active in that, to be a part of it so that she can, you know, engage with everybody. And I think that'd be awesome. So I love her. I adore her. I'm all for it. I would hire her, (laughs) of course. Um, Yeah. And if she ever listens to this, she should know that she is welcome on the show anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Not that she will, but you know what? You never know. But she does live in, like, England, and it's like, there's a time difference, and I. But she did a podcast once, and she it was like 3 a.m. where she was, and she did it. She was like, I don't mind, even though it was 3 in the morning. She was like, all for it. So you never know. I was about to say we'd have to okay. record for at 3 a.m. for her. Yeah, I would work at 3 a.m. for her. I would like get up at five for her. I mean, I'm a fan. So okay, fangirl moment over. Okay, so the only thing else I have on this list is, um, of course, the third hour of today was canceled for the Megyn Kelly, whatever her show is going to be. Not that I'm particularly, like, interested in seeing that or anything, but just everybody, you can chill out. Days of Our Lives is safe. A lot of people expected or thought it would be canceled for Megyn Kelly's show. I didn't really think that, but a lot of people seem to. So it's, you know, good to know that that is safe. And um, also I wrote down Mm -hmm. Michael Herman had tweeted an article saying that GH was up in, like, total viewership. And all the soaps are doing really well right now. So that's good to see, of course, too. So is there anything else that you want to talk about really quick before we're out of time? Well, it's just that uh, I think that the, the day's rumors probably came about just because of a bad timing in there. You know, Dina Higley getting fired yeah. at the time that uh, that Ron Carlotti getting picked up. I mean, traditionally, he's been brought in to, to write the end of shows. Um, and you know, yeah. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't been completely ruled out. Not that I want to be a naysayer, because I I hope I really hope that Days does really well under him, and I hope he stays there a long time. But um, you know, it, it could be that maybe they just said it's, this is going to be the last season, and they just haven't they haven't picked that up well, yet. See, and I don't know. I, I really I saw yesterday that it was renewed until like the fall of 2018. Like I saw that on floating around on social media. I don't know how accurate that is. So I saw that you know at the time when NBC canceled today, because that is like, you know, they have officially canceled that third hour for Megyn Kelly. I saw when that happened that they had also renewed Days of Our Lives for another year. So I'm not sure because I saw an article. Well, you know, saying both. well that's what days, days season goes from. I, I want to say, when is it? They always do their reboots. Is it like the beginning of October or something like that? There are 20,000 reboots that they've done. Yeah. Um, I mean, their season begins in the fall, and so if they if they basically renewed them through fall of 2018, then you know that's a year pickup. So that's not that's not anything yeah. shocking or anything like that. Um, I just don't know. I wasn't I think, sure. I do think I do think it's fantastic that they're giving Ron the opportunity to come in. Period. Because again, traditionally, 
he's been brought in to clean up shows and finish them out. Um, unfortunately, it was a stupid decision, but it wasn't enough to, to save One Life to Live. One Life to Live was actually doing better ratings than any of the soaps at that point, and they saved GH instead. Um, not that, you know, not that I'm GH was my jam, so I don't right. know about that. But, but they, you know, um, and then they did the same thing. They brought him in to, to finish off GH, and he turned it around there. So I'm really hopeful he's going to turn around for days. But, again, who knows really behind yeah, the scenes you know what? what the plan was. He, he does definitely do that, you know, cleaned up, like, streamlined kind of writing. That's his thing. So it will be nice to see it days because I know days has been a little, like, messy and, like, kind of like a frantic mess right now. Like, so many things going on are so I've heard. I don't watch every day, so I don't know this. Um so it will be nice to see that well, like cleaned up style of writing, you know. Yes, I'm really excited to see what he writes in six months from now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, wish they would just kind of put a pause and funny, say, "Sorry, that. we're going to be a do." I wish they'd just say, "We're going to do a big do over here. Just ignore this, and you know, just like I would forgive yeah, pretty know, much anything we, they wrote forget, at this point like, to go ahead and start airing." Yeah. Well, I remember when they, like, you know, I remember when Stephen Nichols came back to Days, everybody was excited, and then it wasn't airing for six months. Like, we found out in the summer that he was returning, and we didn't see him till, or we found out in the spring, and we didn't see him until, like, August. And it was like, seriously? And, you know, I know people are really nuts. Um, Stephen Taylor getting hitched again, apparently. I have not been watching, but they're getting married again on Valentine's Day, or the day after Valentine's Day. People are going nuts online trying to figure out what she's going to wear and everything, and, like, people are just going insane. So it is nice to see that kind of buzz happening, but, of course, there's buzz going on when it's a classic couple. So other than that, I don't know what's going on on days, but I am excited to see what he writes in a year. <laughs> It'll be pretty much a year by the time he gets everything rolling. I mean, but he's a good well, writer. If he, if he's, we wish him the best. If he's, writing, if he's writing now, we'll probably start seeing what he's writing in the fall. I mean that that that'll probably be like the reboot will start again, you know, like around October, just like it always does. Yeah, so, we'll see. But I'm, I'm excited. All to right, see well, we only again, have just like I said earlier. I'm I'm excited too, and you know, I think he's going to be great for it. He's a good writer. He did write the Picklerella story at GH, and I have not forgotten it, unfortunately. But uh, sometimes it happens. But he also yeah, that was. That was but he also, he also wrote Michael Quartermain though, and that was that was phenomenal. That's true. That was a killer storyline. He also wrote. I'm still. You know what? He wrote that 50th anniversary, and he did history well. And he also yes. wrote that Ice Princess thing that really. I mean, I was into GH at the time. I'd already been watching about six months when that happened. He got me completely addicted. He got me obsessed with that history and those like legacy characters it made me watch old episodes of general hospital for hours on end it just totally excited me i loved that period on the show and you know what that whole ice princess thing happening a second time that was awesome i also for a minute i have to admit that i enjoyed the throwback to um poor Charles, you know, with the vampire thing. I didn't like it towards the end because it got a little insane, but at the beginning, when they were making, like, references to it, it made me so excited because they were making, like, jokes about, like, that, like, you know, tied into it. And I was like, oh my god, they're talking about poor Charles. And, you know, it did get a little crazy with the vampires and stuff, but I have to admit, he did hook me with the little nudges to it, but you know, all the best to them, all the best to everybody acting at days. Of course, we can't wait to see, but Okay, we only have a couple minutes left on air, so I just, you know, announce this really quick. The only thing we have to announce for you guys is that Saturday night at 
5 o'clock Eastern time, we have T.C. Warner from All My Children coming on, so we're excited to chat with her and see what she's got going on or if she can give us any hints, of course. And, yeah, this was a productive show. I'm literally out of breath because I talked so much. <laughs> so, You're always out of breath. Anything? I know, because I talk so much and so fast and have so much to say, and then I'm dying afterwards. <laughs> Guys, so I no, I think, it's, anyway, I, think it's good to, I think it's good to catch up. I think we're going to have more to say. Like I said, I'm, I'm interested to see when, when things get pured down, we can have a good show about the daytime enemies coming yeah. up um, and, and also, you know, when um, they get pared guys, down from moms. If anyone's, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're still hanging in there in the recording of this, God bless, because it's, you know, you're at the end. So um, if you're listening right now, we just want to say, if you liked this, tweet us, let us know, and we can maybe do it more often, you know, as things come along. Um, So we would love feedback, but we literally have like 40 seconds on air. So you can catch us on Twitter. Um, She's at so much whatever. I'm at EmilyC0915, and then we're at talk underscore daytime. And that's all we've got for you. I don't know when they're going to kick us off. So it was nice chatting tonight. We'll see y'all on Absolutely. Saturday. Talk Bye. to you guys later. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.